Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Claire. And this is the Weekly Screening Podcast, where we review everything that's been on our screens this week and what's coming up next week. Just a brief warning before we start, there will be spoilers for everything that we discuss, so if you don't want to show film or game spoiled, skip ahead to the next section. On to films, you're going to lead us off because I've asked you to take over for this film. I don't know why I did, to be honest. I've been a busy bee. Yeah, you've been busy this week, so I'm taking over. I'm in charge now. <laughs> so the film we watched this week was none of the ones that we mentioned last week. We chose a brand new film that's on Netflix. Mainly because we couldn't be arsed watching a two and a half hour yeah. film this week because we were busy five out of the seven days. Yeah, we wanted a nice quick one. So we went with Players, which is a new rom-com on Netflix that came out, came, that came out this year. 2024? 2024, so it's brand new out. It is about Matt, who has spent years devising successful hookup plays with best friend Adam and their crew. While it's led to countless one-night stands over the years, when Mac unexpectedly falls for her latest target, charming war correspondent Nick, she begins to rethink the game entirely. As lines between work, fun, friendship and romance begin to blur, Mac must learn what it takes to go from simply scoring to playing for keeps. Wow. Well done. How did that feel? Oh, feel so professional. <laughs> I did. I didn't actually write that. I did take that off of something. But no shit, sure. That's what it's about. The only thing I think it missed is that Mac is a sports correspondent because we might talk about that. But yeah. So that is the essence of the film. Mac is played by Gina Rodriguez. You know, the whole time I was like, I said to you, I know her. I know her. Jane the Virgin. Oh yes, yeah. I've seen the thumbnail for that. Yeah, I've not seen it, but I know the thumbnail. And also, she was in Spy Kids Armageddon. Oh, well, I've not seen Spy Kids since Spy Kids 3D. No, she would also have been a lot younger in Spy Kids. That's when you used to get 3D glasses, the red and the blue shades. Yeah. And you could keep them afterwards. Yeah, I used to rent them in Blockbuster and it came with a 3D glasses. (laughs) Blockbuster. Jesus. I really am sad that that's not a thing anymore. Well, why would you need it? If you've got Netflix, you can just go online and doodly-doodly-doo, get a film in two seconds. But it was such a, like, big outing. Like, you'd you'd go to Blockbuster and it would smell like popcorn and you'd choose your films. You could go on, like, a Saturday afternoon Mm -hmm. and go, right, let's pick out the films for this weekend. Yeah, I do miss that. Back to the cast. Adam is played by Damon Damon Wayans Jr. Just Damon Wayans Jr. New girl. He's one of my favourite actors. He's the son of Damon Wayans. Funny, funny that, that where the and junior comes the from. the star of the sitcom My Wife and Kids, which I would like to show you sometime. Mm, funny, that didn't that didn't come up as one of his top no. like four. New Girl was a, the obvious one. He, was in, he voiced in Bob's Burgers as oh. well. His brothers were also the f- dudes in White Chicks. Ah, the okay. whole Wayne's family is known as being comedic actors. Very famous. They Very are. famous family. He's a good dude. Nick, who is the love interest, is played by Tom Ellis. And you were right, he played Lucifer. Well done. He does seem a bit of a boring Barry yeah. in this. Yeah, he was a bit. But he played the part well. This, he played the part well, that's what the part was. Brannigan is Augustus Prue. Now, this is so interesting because he is in a film that you should know him from. And we watched the whole film. And at no point did you say, I know him. I've got nothing. Nothing? Wait, is that the be- Is that the friend? That was the friend that was... Um, like the the funny one. He, I mean, they're all they're all funny, but the funniest yeah. of the friends. 
No idea who's from? No. Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power? Uh, no. No? No. I could name you one actor from that show, and no. Who did he Fake play? fan. Fake fan. <laughs> Fake fan. You, you, had, that, say, you had that written down, I didn't did, you? I couldn't wait. Fake I was like, fan. you say you love Lord of the Rings, and here we go. Little, his younger brother, was played by Joel Courtney, not Joel Corey. Uh, the Kissing Booth, one, two, and three. I've never seen those, have you? Nope. No. Never seen them. And Ashley, I knew her. Liza Koshy, I know her from YouTube. But she is an actress now, a comedy actress. But no, I knew never, her from YouTube. Never seen her. So what did, what did you think of the film? How did you enjoy it? I loved it. You loved it? It is the first comedy... Rom-com? Rom-com slash comedy new release that I've enjoyed in probably... Oh, God, four or five years since I've actually laughed at a comedy that's been out. I can't actually remember the last, probably the last rom-com I remember being advertised that's new was last year and it was No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence and it just didn't, it seemed like there's a a kind of type of rom-com that isn't my type of rom-com and that felt mm. like that kind of one. I don't know, there was, was there not one at the start of this year? Yeah, there's... Um, what was it called? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that shows you the right there. <laughs> but we watched the trailer for it and we both thought, mm, I nah. feel like the trailer was just like if I went on chat GPT and went, give me a rom-com. Yeah, write me a rom-com. Yeah. Generic pish that's not funny. But no, I really like this one. It's really clever. All the We said that all the characters are likeable, apart from Nick's a bit boring, but he's supposed to be a bit boring. That's the mm. whole point. But you you like all the characters. You, you want them all to win. Mm-hmm. They're a great friend group. There's genuine laughs from both of us. Oh, there was... Gen- yeah, it was actually funny. Yeah. Smart and, funny as well. And I love... I just love Mac. I really liked her. See, I love Adam. Adam was great too. I love too. interest, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, the best no. friend who turned in... The one that's like, oh, I actually loved you all along. But he wasn't the love interest. Yeah. He was... So it was basically two best friends loved each other, but... They didn't admit it. They didn't admit it, so they kept doing plays to get one night stands yeah did the plays remind you of how i met your mother yeah barney's playbook mm-hmm. yeah there is probably people out there that do that like plays to i don't know to me that's just people that don't have good enough chat on their own oh no i think it's also a way to amuse yourself if you're in the dating game for years how do you know i didn't do a play on you if you did it worked <laughs> <laughs> so an interesting fact which i think well, an interesting quote which I think you will agree with me, with from the director, Trish Sai, S-I-E, Trish Sai, she said, this one to me goes beyond just love. It really is about falling in love with yourself, falling in love with your friends, falling in love with just life. And I think that was what grabbed me when she read the script. I would agree with that because as much as it is, obviously there's a romantic angle, it's mainly about the friend group, if I'm honest. And then you've also got Mac learning to kind of... Well, she was confident and stuff, but learning to accept that she's great as she is and she doesn't need to pretend to be somebody else to get what she mm-hmm. thinks is, like, the perfect man. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with that. Loved. I just loved it. The other part that I thought was really interesting, because I know you like a wee interesting fact, is... <laughs> To add to the authenticity, the director made sure to film on location as much as possible around New York City. I do feel like you can tell if it is or isn't. Like How I Met Your Mother, you can tell it's not actually filmed mm. in New York. It's on a soundstage. Well, I didn't know where it was. I had to ask you, where is it? Yeah. Because sometimes when I just see a generic skyscraper landscape in America, it yeah. could be one of six. 
I think the immediate, I I had a feeling it was New York, but the immediate giveaway for me was the subway. The minute that she got on the subway, I was like, oh, that's New York. And then they start mentioning like Yankee Stadium and stuff like that. They lost on me. They only used one soundstage throughout the whole thing. And that was Mac's apartment. Oh. So every other scene in the film was genuinely shot on location in New York. Oh, that's quite cool, actually. That is cool, isn't it? I thought that. What about his apartment? That must have been in New York as well. Oh. I did think the view, I was like, if that is a CGI'd view, it's very well done. But it turns out it must be a legit apartment in New York. Oh. That's pretty cool, isn't it? There you go. little fact for you. Thank you. (laughs) What would you rate it? Do you feel very cool being able to give me a fact that I didn't know? Is this how it feels doing the podcast as you? I'm quite enjoying it. (laughs) What would you give out of 10? I'm going to give it a 10. Yeah, I... I couldn't find anything wrong with it. It was under two hours. Already a winner. I'm going to give it a nine because 10s for me are reserved for I will watch again and again and again. And I really enjoyed it, but I don't think it'll be a on-repeat film for me. I'll definitely watch it again in the future, but 10s for me are like my top, top tier will watch top, top repeatedly. Tier. What do you reckon IMDb gave it? Oh, you, there's a lot of miserable gets out yeah, there. Yep. I'm going to guess, I'm, the standard thing for IMDb is a six. 5.6. Oh! I know, I thought, that, I thought it was a bit of shit, wasn't it? This is this woke generation pish they don't find anything funny. Well, it's not just that. Like, I feel like they just don't appreciate a bit of light-hearted comedy. Like, not everything can be a serious, big story. But yeah, so I think you're right. They're all a bit miserable over there. Only a 5.6 for what we found was a pretty decent rom-com. I'm actually amazed that that got 5.5 out of 10. I know, a bit disappointed Fuck for them. It. Twats. Yeah. Well, that's my part of the podcast done and I'll hand it back to you. <laughs> on to our next film, which is one that I only watched myself. Because it was too depressing for I, me. <laughs> I don't think you could have handled it. No. was Emancipation 2022 on Apple TV. This was next in line of my Apple TV films that I'm trying to get through while I've got my six month free subscription. Yeah. Then we'll wait and see. Emancipation tells the triumphant story of Peter, who's played by Will Smith, a man who escapes from slavery, relying on his wits, unwavering faith, and deep love for his family to evade cold-blooded hunters and the unforgiving swamps of Louisiana on his quest for freedom. I will start by saying, I will apologise if I say anything incorrect or pronounce names incorrectly. Uh Uh-oh. My knowledge on American history is limited at best. Yeah, we don't really get taught about American history in the UK. We barely get taught our own yeah. history. <laughs> Anything sort of before World War Two is non-existent. And I after. Got taught. And after. <laughs> they just yeah. teach us about World War Two. Really. Basically the war that we helped win yeah. is the only thing we got taught in school. Did we help win it? Did we not? I don't know. I oh, see, even then. Yeah, I don't actually know much about our own role within it if that makes sense i obviously know what happened in world war ii but i don't know yeah anyway continue with yeah, your film. Any, anyway will smith was great in this by the way even though i'm not a fan of his are you not ever since the, the oscar slap the oscar slap get my woman's name out of your mouth get my wife's name oh. if you're gonna mock him at least do it correctly <laughs> says me you probably fucked up the history of world <laughs> war ii he lost a lot of weight for this role what do you think of actors that lose a lot of weight Good on them. Like, the actors that lose or gain 
wait for films. That must be tricky. Like I know Renee Zellweger who played Bridget Jones, she put on weight for Bridget Jones and then if you see her in Chicago, she lost weight for Chicago. So props to them, that's that's difficult. I couldn't do it because they probably only have a salad a day yeah, to lose weight. Hard. Fuck that. Yeah. I will say though, he is starting to look his age. He did go through a period of like 15 years where he didn't age and everyone was like, I wonder what skincare he's using, but... Did they not just age him up for this film? I don't think so. Because you got to think, he's probably in, what, his mid-50s now? He might even... Would he be pushing 60? I don't know. Uh, well, he's starting to look at... Because there was a long time where he probably looked in his 30s. I thought they deliberately aged him up for no, this. I no, I don't. I don't think so. I think he's okay. just withered. Withered. Bless him. <laughs> the film the was... The stress al- of that Oscar <laughs> slap and the fallout from it. God. It's aged him. The film was also shot in black and white. But there's there's that. there's colour tints in the blood, fire, and I think in the American flag. Okay. What does that really symbolise? If it's just like the blood, fire, and American flag, it's probably symbolising mm-hmm. the it's kind of negative sim- symbolism towards America. Like fire and blood are obviously quite visceral things, and then if the American flag was the only other thing, yeah, interesting. Yeah, was a lot a lot of red in those? There was a quite a bit of a yeah, but it was just like a a faint tint of faint red. Tint of red, okay. It was also a true story. Oh. I don't know if it was exactly a true story. It was based on a true story, but the guy, did a true story. E- the guy did exist. Yeah. The first act saw Peter being taken away from his family to work on a railway line, which was also quite difficult to watch. The work environment is really bad with him and the other slaves. Like, it's bad. Like, it was a tough watch for me. Really? And I've seen some pretty bad films. They're all, like, chained together... They're hit, they're spat on. One guy gets branded on his face. Oh, God. The other one, another guy has his feet tied to a pack of dogs that run away. Do you think that would be too much for you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Like, even if they're too exhausted to work, they then get shot. Oh, no. Like, right there. No. Oh, it was was tough. It was tough. But Peter is a man of God, Mm -hmm. and he has faith that he will be free one day. Okay. So this does piss some other people off because they're like, the slaves are like, there's no God, otherwise, why is this happening to us? Yeah. But he does remain strong throughout the film. The hunter, who is in charge of killing runners, mm-hmm. as they're labelled, the slaves that try and run away, I think his name's called Fassel. I may be butchering the pronunciation, but that's what we're going with. He takes a dislike to Peter because of his belief. So he has him chained up and has his dog basically going at him inches from his face to scare the shit out of him. Aww. And is telling him, I am your God. There is only, like, just, there's only me or whatnot. Trying to break him. And also, this gets his scent if he does try to run. Okay. Our dog wouldn't do that, would he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no our dog would just go to sleep. Max had been licking his face. <laughs> they then get word of Lincoln announcing slaves are free. And his army is coming to save them. So this now spreads throughout the camp. Okay. This then takes us into Act 2. Act two then saw Peter and a small group escape. So he blinded one of the guards, smacked the other one with a shovel, then cut his hand off with a shovel. Jesus. This causes a mass panic and most of them try and run. But the hunter basically shoots them. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I think only, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't watch this. Nope. Only four of them, I think, managed to escape. They're trying to get to the army, which will help, but they have to go through the swamps to get there. So Fassel and his two colleagues and their dogs are chasing them. Okay. So you hear these big barking dogs got their scent going for the runners. One of them's black. One of the hunters is black. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
which is quite it's quite weird to see one guy is petrified as he approaches the first swamp and he's like no 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 i can't i can't go so they shoot him before he gets in they shoot him in like i think it's the stomach so he doesn't die and he tells them they're going to lincoln because he thinks they're going to save him and they said no 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 you can walk through the swamp if you want and as he's walking through bang shoot him in the back and then the crocs get him jesus christ yep uh one guy tries to hide in a tree they shoot him down and then cut his head off bring it back to the camp to have a message to any other runners peter is then in a swamp kills an alligator with a knife to the eye how do you think you would kill an alligator I wouldn't be in a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I try to avoid all this stuff at all costs. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it was quite hard going. I'm it, pretty sure if alligators, if you put them on their back, if you can wrestle it onto its back, you think it's like it a like turtle? goes unconscious. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure that's a thing, that if you put an alligator on its back, it goes unconscious. I did not know that. Well, he, then, he then finds an onion and he rubs it all over himself because he thinks that's going to hide the scent from the dogs. He then passes a house, and I think this is where you saw this bit. No, you told me about this bit. Where there's a I didn't watch any. There's of this a white family watching him run, and there's like a little girl who looks about ten that sounds the alarm that just goes runner, Jeez. runner, and I thought, Jesus Christ! He then passes a burning house. One of the hunters is caught up. He stabs the hunter, then shoots him, shoots the other hunter, which was the black guy, and he said, "You're the worst one of all." Okay. Or like you're the worst ones of all, I think, ones yeah. that have turned their back. Yeah. He manages to hide and shoots the dog, which I was like, oh, even though it was a really mean yeah. dog, it was like, now that, <laughs> now the thing that is we've the got The dogs a dog. are trained for that. That's the, that's the sad part. Oh, yeah. Is they're trained to be aggressive. Just as the, the hunter is away to catch him, he's got him, he's away to shoot, you hear bang, and it turns out the hunter's the one that's dead. The army's caught up, killed the hunter. Okay. Yeah, now we're on to Act 3. So Act 2 was basically him escaping, running through the swamps. When you're saying the acts, is it split into acts or have you just split no, into acts? No, I've just split into okay. acts because okay. that would be easier to cover. Fair enough. It was, it was quite hard to watch when the bounty hunter had him. He was pointing a gun at him and he had a little bit of food in his pocket and he was telling him, beg, beg like a dog for your Gee, food. Oh, oh, I could not have watched this. Yeah. The guy refuses to do it and that's when you hear bang. So you think he shot him for being disobedient. No. Yeah. Turns out the hunter is the one that's dead. I know, right? Cheery film. Yeah. Then we got into Act 3, which was a bit shorter, which was where he is a soldier in Lincoln's army. So he goes up to the camp to get stitched up. Then there's two blokes from the media that are there. They hear his case and they say, can we get a picture of you? And it's a picture of him sitting down with his back exposed to show all the whipping marks. Yeah. And this is to show slavery the effects of slavery all over the world yeah and this is a true story because you can actually see the picture from the guy yeah yeah which is like jesus christ he go- like we obviously know all this stuff happened but i can't i can't, i say i can't believe it happened i can i understand it happened mm-hmm. but you just you can't believe that other human beings can treat each other like that no you can't i just yeah i just oh so he goes on to fight but uh, a lot of them end up slaughtered because they're outgunned they're basically trying to win by numbers. Wait, who's I fighting guess. who at this point? So Lincoln's army, yeah. which is consists of blacks and whites, mm-hmm. are trying to fight the southern states who are still wanting to keep slavery going. Right, okay. So they're going through, you know... That's the, civil, the American Civil War. Yeah, yeah. pretty okay. much. But it looks like the Lincoln's army was mainly trying to win by mass. 
Okay. Because the southern states are the bigger guns, bigger cannons. In, the, in this film, anyway. At the end, though, we do see him get reunited with his family. That's good. So that was quite a lovely ending. That's good. Like, the first act was very hard to watch. Yeah. Like, that scene at the camp was yeah bad. The second is long, because it's mainly him getting chased. Yeah. Going through swamps and trying to evade the hunters and the dogs. But it keeps you engaged. The third one was, it was nice to see him... Reunited with his family. Reunited with At his family. At least there was a slight happy ending in there. Will Smith was paid $35 million for this film. The biggest okay. salary of his career. Really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So they must okay. have had a lot of faith in this. Yeah. So a wee bit of trivia I have for this one. It was highly speculated that this film would be shelved for some time due to Will Smith's publicised anger <laughs> incident yeah. at the Academy Awards. However, it was later announced it would get a release date in 2023 prior to being moved to its December 2022 date. Okay. So they were thinking of, I guess, postponing it until the heat yeah, died, died down, down from his... Um, Oscar outburst. Yes, which was prickish behaviour. Yeah. It's just like, settle yourself down, mate. Yeah. I'm giving this 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. Because though it was hard to watch, it kept me engaged the whole time. And the cinematography was brilliant. Yeah, and it's it's based on a true story. It also made me more aware of this side of American history with that again. Yeah, that we're not as educated on in the UK. We, no. You kind of have to educate yourself on this in the UK. IMDb gave it 6.2. That honestly seems to be their standard. Yeah. I did read that it didn't get that much well-received reviews. I think a lot of people thought it was too long. It wasn't engaging. I did. Okay. But it might not be for everyone, but I, I thought it was a good film. Yeah. I thought okay. it was a good film. Did this come out in the cinema or was it just on Apple TV? Ooh. I don't remember hearing about it coming out in the cinema i don't remember hearing about it in the cinema so it might just when you said TV. like how much he got paid to for that just to be released on like apple tv plus well they're only going to see the benefits from i guess subscriptions yeah but i just that's what i mean like you'd think to pay somebody the top sales especially an actor who has been in titles like will smith has to pay them the highest salary of their career, like thirty-five million, just to be released on a a pretty low street. Like I know that we like this the quality of Apple TV, but I mean like low subscriber count mm-hmm. compared to like Netflix. It's just I wonder how they're justifying that if it wasn't released in the cinema. I just I suppose Apple's got a lot of money, yeah. but you know what I mean. That's if it wasn't released in the cinema. Yeah, I don't remember. I hadn't heard of it until we saw it on Apple TV. I hadn't heard of anybody else going to see i've heard nobody else talk about it i just when we say about apple tv is that they're i mean you've got like idris elba's got his tv show in there tom holland tom holland you watched that tom hanks one greyhound his other one finch which was great like there's these massive there's these massive movies and tv shows with these big actors but if you're not a subscriber to Apple TV, which we're the only people that I know are out of all our friends and family, you're just wondering how they're paying. Maybe this... in the States it's bigger because they must know. be getting their money somewhere to pay them. Yeah, I know like the morning show was big, mm-hmm. but. That was big a few years ago though. But you've got like what I would consider like Greyhound and Emancipation, like blockbuster films, like like you would expect almost an Oscar nomination for this. I don't know if it got mm-hmm. nominated for Oscars. And it's just on Apple TV Plus. You know what I mean? I do I yeah, do get what you mean. Just a bit odd. 
I'm just interested where they're finding the money and if they're seeing returns on it. The whole business of, I mean, because we, we talk about like Save Our Cinemas and stuff like that and film. And I just wonder how the returns and all of that work just to see, because Apple TV's really got the quality there. And I wonder if the numbers will end up reflecting that. I wonder if they're playing a long game here. If they're like, if we keep the quality really high, the subscribers will come. So they do quality over quantity. Yeah, they do. Which is the opposite from every other streaming service. Yeah, exactly. Especially like Netflix. And Disney. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just interested to see how that plays out in the numbers. Maybe we'll do a little research on that. Hmm. Maybe we will. Yeah. Now on to something a little bit more lighthearted. Just a bit. <laughs> the telly shows that were on this week. We've not done any Saturday night TV shows this yeah, week because we've been busy. It's also my fault because... You're dragging your heels yeah. on a number of them. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. we're going to keep getting behind. I say... Unless you buck up. <laughs> I say we leave Gladiators now until oh. the quarterfinal. How are we going to know when that is? You just check in. Every, I'll tell you when the quarterfinal so is. So we're going to watch the quarterfinal without yeah. watching all the... Previous yep. episodes. Yep. That's how I do I, Marvel. Have you met me? <laughs> you say that you need to watch everything in order, but how many half finished TV series do you have right now? That's only the ones that I have on DVD uh-uh. that I could nope. not afford to purchase. Nope. Brooklyn? Yeah, I had it on DVD. You've got Brooklyn you've got all the DVDs of Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah. No, you don't. I had seasons one to four. <laughs> and then I couldn't afford to get the rest of them, so I finished it season four. But like all these things are on Netflix. You're the only person I know that still buys DVDs in 2023. Yes. Well, you know four. what? 2024. The day that the internet goes down, <laughs> that did my actually DVDs happen to us. will be very valuable currency. Okay. Oh. I'm also hoping if I keep them in good condition, that'll be a nice little retirement no, fund. They'll be worth pennies. They're currently worth pennies. They'll be. It'll just be going uh, in the tip. How much? Are, how much are vinyls worth these days? That's true. Thank you very much. So anyway, sorry, <laughs> I'm the one leading this now. So can you let me do my job, please? No. Right. Don't start. <laughs> All right. Something really lighthearted to start with is Scrubs. Yes. Season four. We're now episode seven to eleven. I think we got four episodes in. That's not which bad. Which is all right. All right for our dinner show. So I've got a few notes about the episodes that we've covered. Yeah. I've got JD has gotten about these last few episodes. No, he's not doing badly, is he? He started off by kissing Molly. Yep. And then trying to get with her. Yep. And then Elliot fucks him over. <laughs> that was Because he dumped her. Yeah. Did you like Molly? Because that's the end of her now. I did like Molly. It's a shame. I thought she was a good character and she fitted into the Scrubs kind of universe. Mm. She wasn't one dimensional. No. Either. She very much fit with the cast, but I feel like Elliot didn't really have a leg to stand on being annoyed because she did sleep with JD's brother. So. I've, got, I've, I've got that later on. Oh, sorry. We're on about JD now. Oh, hurry up. <laughs> do my tits in already <laughs> then he gets with nina who is the lawyer in the hospital yeah that is what does she do does she just go around the patients asking them if they want to sue the hospital is that a thing yeah yeah mal, she's a malpractice attorney so if what a dickhead job to have that's like a traffic warning well you you probably will get them in the uk but not as as much because obviously america is all about suing each other but if a mistake like happened in surgery or you were given the wrong drugs mm-hmm. or something like that, you you can sue. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure you could just Google what like to get a lawyer. You don't there doesn't be somebody handing out cards. Well, no, she was only there because her dad was there. Oh, right. but I think the joke is like while she was there, she was handing out cards. She does... She's like, well, I'm here. I might as well drum up some business. So she actually has a thing for JD. Mm-hmm. 
even when she's trying to sue Turk. Yeah. And JD, being his best mate, decides to go hose before bros. Yep. What do you think of that? Turk did say that if it's been six months since you've had sex and it's fair game, would that be a rule that you and your friends would have? I would I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> if it's been over six months, would you give them well, a free pass? It depends. How long it, a how long a dry spell is worth yes, a free pass? It does. Uh I would say you oh god, you put me on the spot now. Five months, twenty eight days. <laughs> <laughs> Just shy of six months. Just shy of six months. Oh, well, all of Andrew's friends that are listening, there's your free pass. <laughs> Time limit. <laughs> <laughs> My friends don't listen to this. <laughs> so after she sues Turk, yes. they get together. Yep. Nina and JD. Mm-hmm. He can't leave her. He has to get Jordan to come in and break up with her. Yeah. How would you describe Jordan to the listeners? Jordan is, is quite a lot like Nina. Uh, a strong, very strong woman, bit of a ball buster, will just tell it as it is, isn't scared to be like, fuck off. And I, I hate those people, by the way. But Jordan plays it really well. But I've I've ran into some of these people before yeah. where they're ball busters and they're mm-hmm. dickheads and they just go, well, that's the way I am. People should just accept me for who I am. No, no. just don't be a bellend. Yeah. Just because you're a dickhead doesn't mean the whole world has to accept you for being a dickhead. But one thing I'll say about Jordan, not Nina, but one thing I'll say about Jordan is she's only like that to people who deserve it. Yeah, oh, I, I will preface that I do actually like her. I think I was just... Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I quite like Jordan. <laughs> yeah, Jordan's like that, but she just tells people who need to be told, like, to fuck off. I wish I could do that. I'm like... You're too nice. I'm too nice. <laughs> no problem tell me. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, fuck off, mate. <laughs> we learn that Turk has diabetes. Yeah. Which I was getting confused at because I thought diabetes is when you have too much blood or your blood sugar is too high. There's two types of diabetes and I, and I got confused because the type... Turk has type 2, I'm sure, which is when you have to watch what you eat. And it's normally like you can't have too much sugar. And they talk about Turk not being able to have too much sugar. But he but then uses also... it to get Carla to give him cookies. Yeah, I know. I was a bit confused by that myself. I hate when cookies are on TV because it just makes me want to go out and get... I think that like was a chocolate good, cake. Like a good Maryland pack for like 80 pence. Like I feel bad, but when JD's dad died and his brother turns up with the chocolate cake, I was like, damn, <laughs> could go a slice of that. <laughs> no, chocolate cake's too expensive these days. I don't think you can get one under like seven quid. What, just like a cheapy... Because what I like is a cheapy chocolate cake and then you put it in the microwave for like 30 seconds and it melts the chocolate a bit and then it's like warm, gooey chocolate cake. Oh, Oh, that's the stuff. What are you doing? See, I I prefer my chocolate cake in the fridge. Of course you do. You like like everything in the fridge. Chocolate's in the fridge. Bloody break my teeth when I go for a bit of chocolate. Excuse me for not wanting it gooey <laughs> mm, gooey is the warm, best. and it's just, oh, who wants warm chocolate? Hot Everybody. Chocolate? What? No, I just never understood that. I like a cold chocolate bar that I can um, give it a good chomp. You don't oh, mate, you like break your teeth on it. I think we're, we're diverting here, okay? Some sort of tangent. You can tell it's just before dinner. <laughs> we learn that uh, Elliot, as you said earlier, yeah. gets with JD. JD's brother. Gets with JD's brother. Dickhead move. Yeah, that's really bad. I really liked Elliot when I used to watch this, but watching it back, I'm like, you're actually not that nice a person. She's not likable. But because you kind of like, 
are bubbly and kind of laugh because she's ditzy and bubbly doesn't yeah. mean that she can be a twat from time to time yeah but some of the, some of her decision making is not great <laughs> to but say the then least. she gets with his brother yeah jd's not jealous of her he doesn't bother him and mm-hmm. the fact that they both don't care is when they both realize that they've moved on. Yeah. Is that right? Like, yeah. Did, I, did they say that or did I manage to figure that out on my own? No, they did say oh, it. Damn. Oh, Sorry. I thought it was going to be a good moment for me. Um, I mean, yes, you figured that out. Thank you. They didn't cover that in the episode. Thank you. You're welcome. And the last episode we watched, she realizes that she has to flirt with men to get what she wants around the hospital. Well, Carla and Jordan encourage her to do that. They're like, there's nothing wrong you, with using your femininity to get what you want. Using your assets. Yeah. Is this something that women get taught? That you can use your femininity to I feel like, extract information or goods from men? I feel like back then you could in the 90s and early noughties, but I feel like now men wouldn't bat an eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, sexual harassment. No, it's not just that. I feel like... In that time period, like titillation, as you call it, it was rife, and men. Well, sex sells. Yeah, like. How many times has Elliot almost gotten her tits out in the first three yeah. seasons? Even like watching your wrestling, any kind of like rom com around that time, it was all, like, yeah, it's all full of that. But I oh, hate hate that. Oh, what a shame! <laughs> I really don't like that. A girl gets her boobs. Imagine. Oh, 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 honestly. But I feel like now, if I was to flirt with a guy to try and get ahead in something or get something free, I don't think it would work. It's like in, we spoke last week about what happens in Vegas and Cameron Diaz flashes a tit to get a free, to get a free cab. I reckon if you tried to do that with a cost of living, if you tried to do that in New York today, they'd be like, get out. Maybe two. <laughs> Even then, I think they'd be like, get out. I can see Maybe it's because... Maybe the pre-internet days. I was just about to say, it was maybe because porn wasn't as readily available then. Well, like, now they'd be like, oh, I can just pull that up on my phone. So that's that's probably why. Yeah, but, pre-internet. Well, that is a another tangent and a half. Yeah. From well, scrubs to porn. Yeah. I, it's not where I saw that conversation <laughs> going, to be honest. We were going to save that for GTA later. Yeah. Now, on to the next show, which is one that I've started watching... You've seen little snippets along with me. Yeah. Under the Dome. Yeah. Season one. I've done episodes one to three so far. It's quite interesting. So the premise of it is quite interesting. It's mm-hmm. a small town called Chestersville. Chester's Mill. Chester. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I didn't Google this quick somewhere. I tried to write it myself. Chester's Mill. Chester's I'll correct Mill. you on what you've got wrong on, <laughs> on your show. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Chester's Mill, which is a small town in States suddenly has a dome appear out of nowhere. It looks like it's extraterrestrial. So it, it looks, for a viewer, it looks like glass, but it's not glass. They don't know what it's made of. No, it's soundproof and it causes electronics nearby to explode. Yeah, it seems to have a kind of like electromagnetic thing. Like it does not like kind of buzz when you go yeah. near it. Well, the sheriff, uh, the sheriff dies at the end of the very first episode because his pacemaker explodes in his chest. Yeah, when right he gets exit, too close to quite, it. Ooh, ooh. Even I was a bit like, ooh. You didn't talk about the best bit when the dome first comes down. I did that last week. Oh, did you? Yeah, where it cuts, oh, my bad. cuts the cow in half. They're replaying that in like every, well, why you know, like you? previously on Under the Dome. I was going to have that as my 
screen moment of the week. But then I was like, I'm pretty sure I covered that last week. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, it's a good, it's a good thing, though, isn't it? So the sheriff has died. His first deputy takes over, Linda. She doesn't suit Linda. No, she there's very. Linda's few... like a a fifty five year old <laughs> accountant's name. I would agree. Yeah. Good old accountant Linda is now in charge. There's <laughs> two other officers left. One of them goes rogue and starts shooting at the dome. Yeah. And you, you saw this scene and yeah, one of the bullets ricochets off and hits the other police officer. Fucking idiot. He's like, gone a bit mental, hasn't he? I reckon he always had a screw loose and this coming down has just caused him to mm-hmm. short circuit. Well, he got arrested and then he tricked the deputy so now she got locked in the cell and he's gone off. He's taken all the rifles. And there's a manhunt. There's a manhunt for him and then they end up killing him off. So that was a good little two episode storyline. And there's the a f- and there is a fire... I'm, oh, sorry. I'm getting there. I'm the one leading this time, right? You're going right in the houses about it. <laughs> Excuse me. It's a new show, so I've got to introduce the premise. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, now I've lost where I'm at. Okay. There's this councilman called Big Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the name Big Jim. Big Jim. He's now in charge, and he's a little bit shifty. Yeah, we don't like him. A little bit shifty. The the shitty, the city, I always fucking hate that word. The city has had, I I can't do words just now. The city has had lots of propane delivered. Yes. Mysteriously. Okay. I didn't know that part. So the councilman and the priest are the only ones that know. Okay. So the old sheriff knew and they decided, you know what, he's probably got papers that have something to do with it. So the priest goes into his house mm-hmm. and tries to burn them to get rid of them. But the idiot ends up setting fire to the whole fucking house instead. Yeah. And then good old Big Jim comes in with a bulldozer and, and demolishes the, the house. But they realise that there is no fire department because the fire department had left the town that morning for something else, mm-hmm. hadn't they, to go somewhere else. So It's a good thing you were here because I didn't know that. Yeah, so if they're, they realise that if there's another fire or if there's a big fire, they're fucked because it hasn't rained in weeks. So mm. th- what sh- the, the main character says they're in a tinderbox, essentially, because yes. it's not rained in weeks and it's not going to rain now that there's a dome over them because the rain can't get to so them. So there's a lot of dry. So it's dry ground and if there's a fire, there's no... Yeah, there's no fire department. There's also probably out. limited water they've got. Well, I was wondering that because are the, the uh, right water tanks. so the their mobile phones and stuff aren't working. Nope. But are there like other electronics like their lights? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. So some of them have lights because they've got backup generators. Ah, uh, okay. So there's no power. So yeah. So the water, you'd think if the you weren't getting not... electricity, you weren't be getting water. But then it, I suppose it depends if your electricity is coming from overhead you know cables or... I think if you really deep dive into yeah. this scenario, <laughs> you're bound to come up with a few logic holes. Yeah, plot holes. We have the councilman's son called Junior. Oh, don't He's like him. He's fucking nuts. He's a creep. So just before the dome appeared, he proclaimed his love to this older woman, Angie, he was getting with. Oh, is she older? I thought they were the same age. Oh, he's, yeah, she's quite a bit older. Is she? She told him basically to fuck off. He kidnapped her and has locked her in his underground bunker. Yeah. Because he thinks that she's only said no because of the dome. That yeah. this dome has had some ability to confuse her mind. So once the dome goes... She'll be in love with him. She'll be in love with him. To the point where he starts trying to beat up the dome. Yeah. And then, like, cutting his hands open. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, and he's just fucking weird. He's a proper creep, isn't he? Yeah, so he's hoping that once the dome is gone, 
she's going to be in love with him. She's and, not. <laughs> no, she's currently chained up. Yeah. In this bunk. It's just a bit... Ooh, it's just not, not what I expected. I know her as an actress, but I don't know how I know her. So before Angie was kidnapped, she was talking to this bloke, Barbie. <laughs> what yeah, name? What a name. And Junior has just assumed that they were getting with each other. Yeah. So he tries to beat him up and ends up getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Because he's a fucking idiot. And he goes and tells his dad that Barbie beat him up basically for no reason. Yeah. And, and, he, and he tells Jim, Angie big, that he killed him. Yeah. And Big Jim's in charge of the town. Yeah. And Barbie doesn't know. But Big know Jim didn't seem that arsed about it, oh, if I'm he honest. Is. is he? Yeah, he okay. is. Oh, Big Jim's got probably big plans for him. Oh, okay. So Barbie is staying with the local journalist. She thinks her husband is outside the dome. But we see at the start of the pilot episode, Barbie killed him. We don't know why. Oh, is that who he killed? Yeah. Right, okay. So he's seen pictures of him and the journalist together as a family mm. around the home. And he's like, oh shit, I'm staying with his wife after I've killed her husband. That's awkward. She thinks he's outside of the dome. That's awkward. Yeah. I don't know if he's like ex-military or... He seems to be, doesn't he? Or like a bounty hunter or well, something. Well, he had dog tags, which I didn't know if that was a clue that he's ex-military. That's a good shout. Yeah. That's a good shout. There's basically a lot of bad people in this city, so I may be thinking that this dome is to punish them. Okay. Like everyone's got their own sins. Okay. But then it's weird that they would punish the innocent, because obviously there's going to be... There's innocence there. There is innocent civilians there. There's also that kind of clue that that other kid is having these fits. Yes. And at the end of the last so episode... that's Angie's brother. They're all sort of... Oh, I didn't, I didn't realise that was Angie's brother. So he's having... He had a fit mm-hmm. and then he took the hand of that girl that was just passing through, who's a bit weird, took the hand of her and they both had a fit. It's like epileptic fits on the floor. And they were saying... Pink stars are falling. Yeah, repeatedly mm. they're like, pink stars are falling, pink stars are falling. So yeah, there's something exactly. there, isn't there? Because we also have the local radio guy mm-hmm. who looks like somebody straight out of GTA. Yeah, he said that. It, it, and he does, doesn't he? Does, he? he does, he does. You just saw it, you just saw it. Yeah, think, he does. Yeah. So they can fine-tune their radio and they can sometimes pick up either like the... From the, the outside. From the outside. That's where they hear that it's a dome. Yeah. Because before they just thought it was a wall. Yeah. And now they learn it's a dome. And like you said, they're like, well, no rain's getting here. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Yeah. What? But your man, Angie's brother, worked out because they were spraying... On the outside, they were spraying water at the dome because they were trying to test it. And it looked like it wasn't coming in. But when he put his hand against it, his hand came away a bit wet. So it's like a sieve. Yeah, so he reckons it's like a really fine sieve. And there was there's these tunnels underground that Junior tried to get through. Yeah, like mining tunnels. And they've got they've been cut off by the dome as well. So it looks like it does come underground. So you can't dig your way out. So maybe instead of a dome it's a sphere? And in the sphere? Oh, we don't know. A what? In the sphere? In, in the sphere. Oh, I thought you like in sphere was like some sort of <laughs> No, in shape. the sphere. Because Surely you'd go to, like, dig underground and see... They did say that people have tried it, I suppose, if you've only got limited... No, but then you can't get machinery around it because they'll explode. But, like, dig in the middle. What do you mean? Like, yeah, you can't go to the Dig in the middle? Where are you going to... What do you mean, dig in the middle? Just dig down? Yeah, just dig down. Then you're going towards the centre of the earth and you're not going out. You have to dig down and then across. Oh, yeah. But then as soon as you go across, it'll blow up your machinery. Well, Unless no. you're coming in with space. Yeah. Well, if you've got nothing else to do, if you're stuck in there for like days on end, y'all might as well take turns at digging. There you go. Get a shovel. 
There you go. I've just solved their problem. In the next couple of episodes, I think Angie's going to escape. Yeah. Because I think that storyline's coming to a close. I think Big Jim is going to try and kill Barbie for almost beating up it or for beating up his son. He might also. He's a shady guy. He might also try and get rid of Angie to stop his son from looking crazy. Very true. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, because if she comes out and says he locked me in a basement, blah blah blah. Because it seems to be veering away from the dome itself now to all the little character storylines. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know if you managed to watch your show. So I watched like half an episode last night. I don't have anything to say on it. I'm not really. Yeah. Well, I've written it down on my notes that you've got to speak about your show and you've got nothing. I've got about half an episode. I'm just not... It's just not grabbing me enough to watch it. No? No. Well, yeah, fair. I'm really You're disappointed. I, no, I'm going to I'm gonna persevere with it a bit longer. But I really enjoyed the book. And lots of people I know really enjoyed the TV show. Give it some time. It might be a yeah. slow burn. Yeah. Well, oh, I guess that's our telly portion cut short then. Yeah. Yeah, because we didn't manage to get any more Griselda watched. We will do next week. Next week, yeah. Next week's a bit quieter. So let's get on to gaming. Yes. So I'll start with GTA, Vice Mm -hmm. City. Still playing this, still doing the side missions. I'm now taking part in street races around the city. Have you seen any street racing before? Like in person? No. No? No. It's not really something I've seen. No. Like I've seen two Neds race each other along a country road and just thought, twats yeah that's like all i've seen i've not seen like proper street racing no is that more of a thing in the states i think so you think? yeah i think so yeah it'd be quite hard to do that in a bit yeah here <laughs> here well the thing is in the states the roads are straight yeah well, they don't have roundabouts in the states do they not really no, no well here you wouldn't be able to race for very far before you had to slow down no you get hit with a fucking traffic light yeah in order to get the car auto shop as an asset i've got to retrieve some stolen cars and return them to the garage. Okay. I wonder if I could give them the stolen car that's parked outside our flat. Oh yeah, we've got an abandoned car outside. Because it's been here for since we've moved in. Yeah, I've reported it. Nobody's done anything about it. <laughs> I don't know what we do. Some arsehole stolen. I think it is a stolen car. Yeah, you think it was involved in a crime, don't you? Well, I think it was involved in a crime, and they've parked it here out out of sight. In a visitor's space. In a visitor's space, out of sight. Very and then clever. Left it. Very clever. Because I've run the plates, you know, I've done my little FBI thing. Yeah. And it, the, oh, what is it called? The MOT was three, it's not been done in three years. Yeah. So. I'll um, report it again. Because we could do with an extra visitor space. pain in my arse. Yeah. <laughs> I do miss doing main missions on it. Do you? But there's, now that I've started the side missions, I can't stop unless I've done them all that are available. And yes, you can laugh at me and I don't <laughs> care. Now, onto your shit game on the Switch. So you tried a new game because there was quite a few out for a pound. I did. There was a really good sale on. So I bought one that I'd had on my radar for a little while called Windbound, which is very like... It's very... <laughs> That's you, me after a curry. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Moana-esque. Ooh. Like definitely took inspiration from Moana. The whole like boat wayfinding, the kind of like magic bioluminescence was the rock in it no the rock was sadly not in it so it's very moana vibe so i was like oh i like this i hate it you hate it i don't hate it but i i remember i showed you that i found it so far quite easy to die especially when i'm trying to like hunt 
the piggies. Mm-hmm. They try and hunt pigs to get their skin and to eat their meat. Uh, Whoa, but they... that sounds quite violent for you. It's not very cosy like... gamerish. It's not that violent. It's very cartoony. <laughs> you just shoot them and they just go... Well, no, so you can, like... You've got, like, a sling that you can throw rocks at them, but that doesn't really work. So you have to, like, knife them. But this sounds really violent. It's really not. Mm-hmm. But the trouble is the a couple of the piggies are really violent. They, like, charge you down. And once they've started charging you, you can't seem to stop them. And then I just die. And then I showed you the reloading screen for dying. It takes so long. It, like, brings you back out to this, like... You're in, like the sea that only comes up to your ankles like the ocean and then mm-hmm. you've got this big portal and it takes you forever to walk to the portal to get through to go back to the game and then it just pings you back to the last automatic save point which can be a wee bit far behind so you're like great everything i just did was a fucking waste of time jesus yeah i did, I did watch you i tried to watch you kill one of the big piggies yeah and then your I loading did. screen was about 30 seconds to a minute. It was so long. And then long. it took you five minutes to get back to your point. Yeah, because you like, get like dropped back in the middle of the ocean. I was like, you paid a pound for that game. I think you got 99 pence overcharged. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to I'm gonna persevere with it and try it again, but not loving You've it. You've got to be in a good mood for that. Yeah, but I have been back at Palia. I noticed that last night. I've been back at it quite a bit. I played like an hour today as well. Are you getting a bit addicted to it, are you? So I took all my frustrations from last week and I watched some videos on hints and tips for like starting out in Palia. And you go on at me for using cheats. It wasn't cheats, it was just a little bit, because I did say it's it's lacking a bit of tutorial mode, I would say. You get an immediate tutorial for stuff like, so I recently got the craft for an oven, so I crafted an oven, and then you get the tutorial for how to use oven. But then the ingredients, it says like, you need any vegetable and I had a vegetable in my inventory and it wasn't working I said like any spice and I had like garlic and ginger and I'm like you tell me they're not spices so stuff like that is frustrating because that part of the tutorial mode is missing so I'm just resorting to YouTube videos for help with stuff like that but it definitely has helped and I'm starting to get the hang of things now but yeah I think that's just what I needed so it's a shame I mean it's it's free I can't believe it's free because it's it's so expansive, the game. Mm-hmm. There's so much to do in it. And I think that was just all I needed to help me figure it out a bit more. Which I don't think I've really needed to do with a game before. I've not needed to, like, everything else is I've picked up has been quite intuitive. And sometimes you would check in things just to be like, oh, how can I maybe, like, earn a bit more money? Or, like, once you've been playing it for a while, just, just to see how other people are doing it. But this one isn't... It feels intuitive, but it's not because it's not as obvious, is the only thing. But we're getting there. And I'm enjoying it a lot more. That was really long-winded, wasn't it? Well, I was, I was waiting to say, I'll just let you go. But yeah, no, I'll I'm actually really enjoying it. And for a free-to-play game, I would recommend it. Is it better than Disney Dreamlight Valley? No. 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 <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't, Take a minute to answer, love. Don't come at me with that. On to our favourite section of the podcast. What has been your favourite moment on our screens this week? My favourite moment comes from players and it's the little like clicky like dance that Mac and Adam do. Oh, is it? Yeah, I really like that little like clicky like little dance Mm -hmm. they do when they're like celebrating something. So my favourite moment was the ending of players where she finally tells him that she loves him. Yeah. How much of a fucking melt do I sound right now? Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, my other film was too sad. Yeah, I know. And I don't think I've covered much. I, it was going to be the cow getting cut in half. 
yeah, I feel like I said that, that last week. But yeah. yeah, it's got to be that. Who has been your MVP this week? Mac. I just loved Mac. I thought she was a great character. thought she was funny. Yeah, just Mac in general. really liked her. How funny. I picked Damon Wayans Jr., the actor. Okay. Because he's one of my favourite actors. And I think he is like the best dressed man okay. I've ever seen. Fair enough. Every time I see him on screen, he's always looking great. He's suiting his beard. Oh, given that that he's got in this film, he's suiting it. A- suiting... Age is looking good on him. Yeah? Yeah, he's aging well. All right, calm your jets. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming up next? So, I've picked the film for next week. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. I've not written this down. No, I've picked the film for this week because we've been wanting to see it. But for some reason, we can't seem to find it in the cinema listings. Oh, yes, I know. So we're going to watch Miller's Girl because mm-hmm. you can buy it for seven ninety nine on YouTube. And I was like, I'll pay that for Jenna Ortega. I will pay seven ninety nine to watch her. We're going to have to do Iron Claw. We will. We will go to the cinema and see that. Because um, we've got our free view tickets. Maybe next week. Maybe week after. We will. I really want to see Iron Claw, so we'll definitely mm-hmm. go and see that. So does that mean we'll push June back? Yeah. Another week. Do you actually want to watch that with me? No, I will keep pushing June back. Well, do you want me just to watch it on me Todd? Yeah. Well, I I'll like... See. No, if you watch it beside me, then I can dip in and out and see if it's interesting enough for oh, me for to take God part in it or not. For yeah. Right. And you're going to continue on with your show. Yeah, I'm going to try. Continue on with it. Wow, don't sound too enthusiastic, love. Can't wait. <laughs> I think as well this week... I was reading my book for book club and it was a struggle as well. So I had a struggle of a TV show and a struggle of a book and I was like, And we've been busy, so our time's been limited. Yeah. So I'll maybe give you a free pass. Thank you. But pick it up next week. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be playing more Palia. You'll be playing more Palia. I'll be playing more GTA. Yeah. I'm going to continue under the dome because I'm quite enjoying it, actually. Yeah, I'm enjoying the little bits and pieces that I'm seeing when when I'm sitting next to you. We will get onto more Griselda. Yes, yeah, Griselda. You did enjoy that. You did enjoy that. I do have written down gladiators and Anton Deck. Meh. Meh? Meh. I did, what? But we've already watched the first few episodes. We can't give Me. up now. Yeah, we can. What? Wait, but. Well, no, because I've got to then watch them in my own time. On you go, love. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm done. I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. I think that's us covered everything so we are at the end now if there's any films shows or games that you guys are watching or you'd want us to watch or you have any questions for us because we may do a section from questions from the public at some point oh that's like trademark from chris and rosie it's not (laughs) every podcast you can do it you can do questions from the public or a mailbag q and a was that a mailbag yeah a bag full of mail from fans. A mail bag? Do, do people call it that? Yes, they do. Educate yourself. Weird podcast you listen to. I've, I've not finished the plug. Sorry. Right, so email them in at weeklyscreeningpodcast at gmail.com. The link is in the description of the podcast. Yes. You like that little bit at the end there? Yeah. Ooh, my voice is starting to go. <laughs> That's puberty hitting you. <laughs> Good thing we're wrapping up now. It's getting on my tits again. It's dinner time. We're hungry. <laughs> So before we go, we would like to thank you all for listening to us grump and moan this time. <laughs> we still don't have any socials, so you guys are the only way we can we have grow a, just We have now. a plan, though. We have a plan. They'll be coming soon. They will be coming soon. They are coming soon. So tell your friends, tell your fra- friends, 
tell your friends, tell your family, even your nan. <laughs> I'm still doing it. Oh, God. Because I think it is funny. Mm. Doubtful. That's a wrap, guys. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>